afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. Um, I hope you're well. I hope all is good with you in your world. Um, today I just want to talk about um, a verse that just came up to me this morning. And it's in the book of James chapter 1, starting from verse where it says my brethren and this is James in the New Testament my brethren count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations knowing this that the trying of your faith works patience but let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and entire lacking nothing if any of you lack wisdom let him ask of God that gives to all men liberally and is not you know he's not um, stingy with it and it shall be given unto him But let him ask in faith, not wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. Um, For let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord. So yeah, let me stop there at verse 7. So what I really want to look at is that scripture that says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. And by the way, James was writing to, you know, um, the 12 tribes of Israel which are scattered abroad and he was greeting them. But he describes himself as as a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. So he was essentially writing in his capacity as a disciple of Jesus Christ. So therefore, this message is, um, and then he's talking to people who are his brethren in Christ. So generally, that applies to us as well. But he says something really interesting here, you know, by the leading of the Holy Spirit. And he says, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. The destructive thing there is that use of the word when you know I was just you know um, I was reflecting on it this morning you know having a silent conversation with the Holy Spirit and I was you know because I find I mean I can relate to these diverse temptations and when you use that word diverse temptations diverse means different types some will be physical some will be emotional some will be situational, some will be environmental, some will be society, some will be environment, you know, will be family driven, some will be community, some will be um, national, political, you know, <laughs> some will be professional, some will be, you know, they'll just be, some will be medical, health related, and even the health related different ramifications. Well, when it says temptations, actually, so let me let me let me circle back a bit. So I decided to read it in a different version, just to be sure my interpretation of temptations is correct. So this is the English Standard Version, and it says, "Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, and let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing." So yes, so this. That interpretation, King James said temptations, but it's more or less talking about the trials of life. And it says here, trials of various kinds. And I think this is, I think if every Christian knew that it is normal for us to go through trials of different, various kinds, I think it would be very helpful to us. Because I think the problem that a lot of us have had and will continue to have is because we have believed the lie that a Christian should not have problems, a Christian should not have challenges on this earth. 
it is not supported by scripture that is a lie from the pits of hell it is not true there is nothing in the bible that suggests or promises that the life of a christian will be problem free everything in the bible points to the fact that the christians i mean <laughs> the life of a christian is not going to be easy on earth in fact jesus warned his disciples that you know there would there, there would be a lot of tough times he 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 said you know in this world you would have tribulation that was, that was exactly what he said but he said but in me you will have peace you know he, he at, in many places he made it very clear to us that the life of the christian was going to be a turbulent one and that you know there would be there would be voices of rancor there'd be situations you know he just prepared the you know his church for the fact that there will be persecution there will be tribulation you know there will be sufferings there will be sacrifices you know that there will be challenges there will be challenges but i think what has happened in because of the way our modern world is which sort of like places a very high premium on self actualization and self realization you know it's um it's sometimes difficult for us to accept and i think also because we've been taught differently and there's a lot of teaching that has gone over the last 10 years like real indoctrination making us believe that you know as christians we're not supposed to have problems everything's supposed to be easy we should think of ourselves and you know you know and just take care of things and that when things are working out well for us it's an indication that god is with us whereas that's not necessarily so things can be working out well in somebody's life and the person is completely spiritually depraved and completely hidden away from god and things can be in quotes not working well in other words somebody can be going through really really tough times and facing multifaceted challenges yet god's approval is upon the life of that person these are i mean these are basic scriptural i mean truths looking at the lives of people the Bible, Jesus said, you know, the abundance of a man's life does not consist in the abundance of things that he has. So there's no way there's, there will never be a time God will judge my spiritual progress based on the things that I have or the things I have acquired or the things that I have achieved naturally on this earth that have nothing to do with his gospel and his his purpose for me. You know, there's, there's just no, he's, he's never ever going to weigh it as anything significant. You know, and um, so, so, so that's more or less what James is, is speaking to that whole thing of there will be trials of various kinds, and that when it comes, you know, embrace it, endure it, and don't look at it as something strange, but realize that what is happening is that your is your faith that is being tested, and that the process of going through that test of faith will produce steadfastness in you and that you know endure and allow that steadfastness to have its full effect so that you may be perfect and complete lacking nothing and these verses speak to me right now and i believe god bubbled it up because he wanted me to really meditate and reflect on it and read it aloud because sometimes i go through some stuff and i'm like god father why I, you know I've, I've had some really you know rough days in the past um, few weeks health wise and every single time it happens this kind of things happen i have to it's almost like i have to i have to climb a ladder of faith to come out 
many times i try to play like the spoiled child and be like oh god but you know this shouldn't be happening i'm not a bad person why is this happening and the longer i stay in that zone the longer i stay in that hole every single time i find myself in a challenge that involves my health however big however small it is when i put my foot on the ladder of faith and i ex- you know start pulling myself out either by prayer by by the word of god by faith applying faith which is the word of faith because faith is not just faith hanging it's, it's, it's practicing faith by practicing the word of god the word of faith as it relates to my condition and my situation every time i i will have until i my victory comes when i start climbing the ladder of faith that's when i get out i have never been able to come out of any trial i have faced without using faith i have never i am just not one of those people somehow and and when i think about it i, I think maybe because you know i bear on my body the marks of jesus i have been so marked as a disciple of christ that nothing whenever I, the the arm of flesh always fails me you know i don't know if it's like that with everyone else but for me the arm of flesh always fails me it always fails it always fails me and i can say this because i've used it so many times you know but when i practice faith that's when i come out when i start listening to the holy spirit when i start praying when i start applying the bible i start confessing the word of god in that situation if it's healing that's when my victory comes so i i understand what he's saying here that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and i he says let steadfastness have its full effect so what i'm learning even though it's not my desired path as in i, I would rather not have to go through the kind of discomfort that sometimes these trials put one through but i must admit that in the midst of those trials i build and i exercise my faith muscle and god sees me through if you would ask me i would not i would have preferred that that was not the way you know and i'm not also saying that it is god that brings evil so that good may come no the bible tells us that you know that's not how god works that no you know but i believe that when the, the scripture that says all things work together for good to them that love god to them who are the called them according to his purpose god is able to turn around something that the devil intended for evil he will turn it around for good as we believe and trust in him and that's a narrative that is consistent throughout the bible you see so many times like the case of joseph in egypt his brother sold him into slavery intending it the devil used them to do that intending it for evil god turned it around for the good of israel we see so many other things like that whether it's the story of um, of um, of of even, even many times i would say in the life of um in life of Jesus when 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 the devil um raised up enemies against Jesus and you know the betrayer from Judas and the other members of the Sanhedrin and they crucified Jesus he, the devil and his cult intended it for evil but God turned it around for good three days Jesus rose up again that that's like a rebound that none of them could ever have anticipated 
So God is very much in the business of doing that. I mean, Jesus Christ, the story of Christ is the greatest comeback story of all time. And we see all these comeback stories throughout the Bible where the devil brings about a lot of chaos and does those things. In fact, the whole, even the Adam and Eve story, that was really the fall of man that he thought was going to be the end of the race and would usher in a reign whereby he would reign perpetually and all of what God wanted would not, you know, come to pass. God turned it around for good by allowing that same Adam to go out of the Garden of Eden, raise more people, God began to establish covenants with those fallen men. The same fallen man that the enemy thought that once he has gotten them to sin and disobey God, that would be the end. They would never ever again of their own free will choose God. God, just to show that he's really God, he used the same broken, fallen, sinful, wicked, and evil man to bring about his purpose. That is what God is very good at doing. So he may not be the originator of evil as he is not the originator of evil. He is not the one that started the evil. You know, he's not an originator of evil. But he's able to take that which the enemy thinks he has corrupted, that which the enemy thinks he has destroyed, that which he intended for evil, and turn it around for good. So, this is just to encourage myself, you know. The Bible says that the just shall live by faith. I'm, I'm finding that there's, there's just no alternative to faith. And unfortunately, we're not living in a planet or in a universe or in a realm that naturally affirms our faith. We will continue to face situations that contradict our faith, that try to invalidate our faith. But rather than to be discouraged by it, whether it is a health challenge or whatever, our role as Christians, my role as a Christian, is to take it as an opportunity to validate, to reaffirm, to reassure my faith. It's almost like in my office professional circles when we do these quality assurance processes, you know, where you 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 take the opportunity of a project or of an operation or of an incident to carry out a, a, a quality assurance or a project assurance um, process. So this is, the trial should be looked at that way as well. The temptation, whatever it may be, it's an opportunity to carry out and conduct a quality assurance process on your faith, on my faith. That's the way I should look at it. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for that business-driven analogy. Yeah, that's, that's just the way it is. And, and for me personally, it's something I have to grow in because I always have this tendency to just go through that, oh, why me? Why is this happening? You know, I, I, I spent far too much time in that why me face than I should and then it takes me a while to then get into that okay so this is where I'm at okay God help me and then I then start practicing and doing my faith muscle and you know but I get there eventually but I wish I would I wish I would jump straight from trial to practice faith rather than trial why me and then practice faith which has been the trend so far I spent I think the last two weeks or three weeks with YB you know ended up tearful and bawling my eyes out at a face but at a stage but now I'm very much in that um, practicing the faith and, and and the word of God is alive and it's powerful I keep saying this I don't know if I, I honestly I wish this podcast was a bit more interactive because I really would like to hear from you as well the word of God is alive and it's powerful sometimes just reading the scripture 
I've had myself sometimes oh, I'll be having some serious I'll be highly stressed out panicked and everything I just play the Bible play scripture just hearing somebody reading it aloud will calm me down even if the symptoms whatever it is I'm going through hasn't subsided I am calm the calmness from within that then envelops my soul then speaks to my body as well and everything just comes down and I get through that moment so it's a lie the word of God you know the, the, the Bible is not a fairy tale it's not a fiction it's not a piece of work it is the word of God it is the word of God so I'll just leave it there and read this once more count it all joy my brothers when you meet trials of various kinds for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and please let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete lacking nothing thank you very much for listening god bless you stay lifted and have a wonderful day in the name of our lord and savior jesus christ amen